Well, I will try my best, Jared. All right, I'm I'm ready to go if you are ready to go, good sir. I mean, I'm going on all fronts. I would say I am ready. That is what she said, Jared. Or maybe that's what he said. I'm not really sure. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said when she left me. And I haven't seen her <laughs> since. That's why I'm at the bar, Jared. You know, I'm going on all fronts. Bye. Right. <laughs> there is one song you could play for me, though. DJ Jart. Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 200, the big 2002 day, and we are going to be talking about what we have taken for granted uh, during the pre-corona times. BC, as I've heard some memers say online, before corona. Um, so we're going to talk about some things we miss and some things we definitely took for granted um, when things were quote-unquote normal a few months ago and how much that has changed. So stay tuned if you're feeling like uh, taking a, a nice smooth stroll down nostalgia lane with uh, Chad and Jared today at the Untranslatable Podcast. We're going to be talking about some things we miss and how those things may also look potentially in the future. So stay tuned. And without further ado, my partner in crime, sadly not coming to you from the same bar as I am, but coming from the uh, Untranslatable studio straight out of Ferndale, my buddy Jared. What is going on, Jared? Hello. I do miss coming live and direct uh, with you. One of my favorite things is coming to your house, recording a podcast, eating your food, and then leaving. And Likewise, buddy. Likewise. Um, but, you know, the fun still goes on. You know, this is no different for us. And still, you know, you Spread can... Spread a little love. Follow us on um, Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Untranslatable1, the number one. I'm trying to be more active on Twitter. You know, whenever I have something I want to say... I, there's always things I think like, oh, that would be a great tweet. But back when I just had my own Twitter, I'm I, like a personal one. I'm like, I mean, mm-hmm. who cares? No one has cares right. what I have to say. Unless you're famous w- or say some crazy shit, no one really cares. Exactly. Yep. And so I didn't do it. And I had one I was going to do yesterday, but I decided against it. It was, seemed stupid and too wordy. I was going to do something about how the first week back from... Um, the first week back from quarantine is going to be by far my flyest week on record, <clears throat> um, right up until I have to do laundry. Then it's out mm, the window. That's fair. That's fair. Um, you can also uh, well, uh-huh. give us five-star reviews. You know, um, It's the 200th episode. Literally, the least you... Well, not that literally. The least you could do is uh, nothing. <laughs> uh, the second least you could do is listen. The third least you could do, it's little effort. Uh-huh. But it's not that hard. It's just scroll down, you know, write some nice things, or give us a five-star review on iTunes and Stitcher. That's that right. Be great. Um, and then we'll say... Spasiba. Because we're polite. <laughs> that's right, Jared. And that's Russian for that's thank right. you. Um, well, <clears throat> Jared, I got some news to start off today's episode. A couple little things I want to talk about. One okay. thing that I saw online the other day that uh, I thought was surprising, concerning a little bit, but maybe also in an odd way, a little hopeful as well. I don't know if you've seen this, but Oxford has announced that they are doing all of their big lectures online until the summer of 2021. So they're not even doing next school year in person is what you're saying. That is what I've read. However, I Hmm. think for certain classes... And certain, like, as they call them, tutorials or or something, there will be in-person stuff like that, I believe. 
But mm. the, th- the reason why I say I think this could be also potentially a good thing is teachers and administrations can start to plan for the future. Because I think this idea mm. of just staying in limbo and not knowing will we be back in campus, sooner or later, you know, we're, we're in mid-May right now. The school year is going to start in a few months. And right. teachers need to be given time to, you know, plan and prepare for next semester. Um, and and keep, keep in mind, too, if, if they do go back in person, um, which I, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I think there's going to have to be a lot of uh, logistic changes uh, there as well. So it's interesting. Um, I think that it's probably a smart move. And I think it's probably easier to go from saying we are going to move all of our classes online and then reevaluate than saying the opposite. We're going to do it all in person and then move them online because we've seen how yeah. that's happened now. And it's, it yeah. hasn't been great. It's a big decision just to be like, F it, we'll come back in person next summer, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, we'll see you in a year and a half, essentially. Not essentially, almost exactly. Um, And, um, oh no, almost a year. A A year, year, a year. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm thinking. But... um, like that's a that's a tough decision to make, but it's 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 definitely if you make the decision, it's easier to just do all of it at once than be like, oh, right. we'll see in in a month, we'll see in two weeks, we'll see in two weeks, right. we'll come back and then it pops back up again, and we got to close up again, mm-hmm. which is even more of a headache to deal with, right? And that could I'll very this, very well happen too. Oh, for sure, especially mm-hmm. here in the U.S. I mean, I know yep. you're talking about a school in England, but you know, right, right. We, there's a there's a lot of colleges in Florida alone, you know, right, right. Uh, so who knows. Um, uh, well, oh, you know though, it does suck for um for the students, you know, and you know, oh, for I know sure, for college sure. is about getting an education and learning. There's and a lot of social getting aspects a job, to it, though, for sure. But but we all know that it's fun for the yep. most part. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun. It's like you know, it you meet be, a bunch yeah. of new people, especially. I don't. I, well, I don't know. I was gonna say, especially if you're like a freshman, but I'd actually say it's probably worse if you're like if you've already been there for a bit and you're like, oh, I gotta go back and live with my parents after I know right. what the good life is like. Right. Well, yeah. Jared, you're ta- you're talking to a guy who had his own beautiful two bedroom, two bathroom apartment. Um, love my parents to death. Yeah. And I'm not trying to sound ungrateful here, but uh, it's definitely a big point. adjustment going from from that to back with mm-hmm. your parents. So I can completely empathize with these college yeah. students, one hundred percent. Yeah, but I think I think that's good news though, because I think there are so many people, myself included, right now in the education industry, um, in academia, that are kind of in limbo right now. You know, mm-hmm. they don't know. You know, will they be in person next semester? Will they, will they even have a job next semester? A lot of places uh, are doing yeah. freezing hires. I feel like if a university takes a stance and says, okay, we're going to be offering online classes, that also allows the university and the admin to decide, okay, we can offer this many courses. Yeah. Uh, we can, And then they can either hire or unfortunately fire if they have to. Right. But they know mm-hmm. how much staff they need exactly. for the next, uh, you know, to plan until summer of 2021 right. now rather than, yeah, right. you know, start, you know, you know, you start with all the people, you have to fire some, you have to hire, you know, you mm-hmm. just, yeah, being invariable. Like, it makes sense. Yeah. It's sad. Like, it's, it's a, it, not sad. It's a, like, that's a hard decision, though. Mm-hmm. You, like, yeah. as, as some, oh, whoever time. has to make that decision, that's a big decision because there's right. probably, I mean, not probably, almost definitely a financial impact, mm-hmm. um, you know, that to not having boarding and all that stuff and food right. services and all oh, the yeah, other think businesses of all those jobs campus. associated. Yeah, exactly. With all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's a um, big decision. It's a tough one. Yeah. But I think it's, I, I think it's think a good gonna, one. I don't think we're going to see a lot of schools in the U.S. make that decision. 
Unfortunately not. Have you been getting all the uh, emails from our school? Like, hey, in these unprecedented times, don't forget about us if you got some spare change. I, I delete those. I delete those. <laughs> First thing I do. First thing I you do. do. <laughs> I will gladly donate once my debt has been paid off and I'm making some serious money. But right oh. now I'm kind of in between things and uh, still have <laughs> a lot of one debt. Better. So. I, I screen essentially most... 517 calls I get at this point. Because oh, first nice. of all, I'm like, who do I know in, in 517 other than right. my college? And right. If they're calling me, they're not calling me to give me an award. That's nope. probably not nope. happening. <laughs> who knows, though? The uh, the uh, innovative Brit uh, pod award to oh Jared gosh. Minor. You never know. Yeah. You never know. You do some There's great a huge work space here, to fill in iTunes sure. now that Joe Rogan's gone. <laughs> that's that's right. Good point. Very good point. <clears throat> Another thing I wanted to mention too, Jared, uh, that I think is kind of funny news. I sent this to you a few days ago, so so I think you'll remember. Um, but you know, and this is a little teaser for what we're talking about today. Is you know what we miss, what we took for mm-hmm. granted before the academic, before the pandemic. Sorry, before the pandemic. I think a big thing is um, watching sports in person. For and sure. there's kind of a funny story uh, that happened in Seoul, uh, South Korea. A pro soccer team, the pro soccer team FC Seoul, has apologized after filling their stands with... Now, they look like mannequins. Some people say they're sex dolls. I'm not really sure. You can make your own assumptions. You can just Google uh, FC Seoul apologizes after filling stands with sex dolls. You'll find out what we're talking about. But I just thought this was so hilarious that, you know... Why are they apologizing? They did it. Right. Right. Well, that's well, the well, funny they, thing. They thought people right. wouldn't notice. Right. It's like, why do all these dolls have holes for mouths? Right. Or people. Why do all these humans have holes for mouths? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Um, but I've seen also pictures of uh, South Korean uh, baseball games where they have, they don't have dolls, but they have like a, a, a banner that looks like fans. It's really interesting to yeah. see, Jared. Um, and well, that's also, yeah. it, even pre-pandemic, that's why a lot of stadiums are have like different colored uh, mm-hmm. seats. So it doesn't, because if it's one color, it's more, it's clearer that no one's there. Right. Um, so, um, I, but the fa- now I understand like why they do the colored seat thing. You know, if you, if the, if the place isn't full, it doesn't look as empty on right. TV or whatever. But the thing is about like these fake audiences, who, like who are they, fo- like, first of all, you're not fooling anyone. We right. know, like, we don't know <laughs> right. what's there. Right. And also, and it's like, why? I, th- well, I, I, think, I think it's, it's for the players. For the players, a little bit. I feel like the, these are professional athletes we're talking about. They can't handle no audience. That like I, it's gonna fuck them up that I much. Th- I think they can, but I think they're. I don't know, man. Maybe I don't know. I think it adds. I think it adds a. I, I think it's for us. I think they think we're okay. idiots, and I think for the most I part, mean, they're a probably lot of right. A lot of us are, <laughs> myself included. You betcha. Um, they're probably right, but I'll say this: I've seen. Uh, I saw. Um, the soccer games last weekend, and I heard about the UFC fights that happened, mm-hmm. and I think the no audience thing adds like a adds a cool element to it. I think it does. One, yeah. What I've heard from uh, other people talking about the UFC fights, and what I've heard from well, me watching <laughs> the soccer games is I, I, as I mentioned last time, I liked hearing that I, like actually hearing them talk. Right. You get you 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 never realized how loud some of their contact was until there was no oh, audience. Man, like, some of those hear, kicks and punches in yeah. UFC have got to be you know sounds like a train yeah. wreck. Yeah. And you can hear them and and you can hear them maybe like 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 should talk a little sigh, bit like not sighing but going like Ugh, oh oh you grunting, know like that yeah. kind of stuff mm-hmm. yeah grunting thank you mm-hmm. um, sighing. 
this is boring. He called out <laughs> right. a punch. <laughs> right. Uh, I love that stuff. And it's like, we know no one's there. Like, just embrace it. Embrace mm-hmm. it. But I think there is something, I think they're afraid, not afraid, but I think it's like a TV thing. They're like, let's let these idiots, like, let's give these idiots brains the the idea that there's actually a game happening behind right. us. Right. Or, yeah. you know, not a game, an audience happening uh, here. And it's like, we're not idiots, but I get it. I guess we are idiots. We might be. Um, sex dolls make sense, though. I mean, because no one, they're not zooming in on, <laughs> well, maybe they were. Why did we figure it out? Well, now, well, the, the, in Korea, they claim that they were not sex dolls, but mannequins. So that's... But then they apologize, he said. Right, because I think people thought they were sex dolls. And I mean, so they, they apologize for the misunderstanding. I guess. Listen, these people, they're such prudes. I hate to say it, but like, its who cares? Right. I guarantee you there's been some sporting event in Las Vegas where there are sex dolls in the audience. I guarantee you. Oh, yeah. I'm sure people Las bring Vegas, them for fun. Yeah. Right. Or definitely, it's a, definitely a wrestling match for sure. Wrestling oh, yeah. match without a Doing doubt. moves on yeah. them. Right. <laughs> right. Watch me double suplex this, uh, <laughs> this sex doll off the rails in the parking lot. Of the uh, stadium. After you shotgun um, four Coors Lights. Um, that's but right. But I mean, like, like I kind of understand. I still think it's foolish if, if they mm-hmm. actually were sex dolls and they were apologizing for it. But I think it's even more ridiculous if they're apologizing for a misunderstanding and what they were. It's like, right. these are mannequins. Right. It's not our fault that you guys yeah, all Yeah, you guys need to get your minds out of minds. the gutter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You see a doll and the first thing you think is, oh, how, oh that's for <laughs> right. sex. <laughs> right. That's true. That is true. Well, Jared, I think uh, that we should... Yeah. Spread a little love. Yeah, let's do it. And I have a couple shout outs. My first one, I think if you have listened to our podcast, uh, you I would don't. know. Uh, no, Jerry just edits it. Um, you would know that we are fans, or at least I'm definitely a fan of uh, New Zealand and their prime minister. And uh, their prime minister has said that they might try to do four day working weeks as a way to rebuild New Zealand after COVID 19. Which I think is a really interesting idea. We've talked about four-hour work, a uh, four-hour, four-day work weeks on the podcast before with uh, Microsoft Japan allowing their employees to do uh, four-day work weeks. Um, I think this is a really fantastic idea. I think it will be interesting to see if they do it and how it affects their market and everything else. Um, but, do you know what yeah. they're? Do you, do you know what they're? I mean, I love the idea of working less, so I'm already. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm already with that. Do you know what their? I mean, it's not working less. I'm sure they is. But um, do you know what their thought process was uh, behind how that would help spark the economy? Yeah, a couple couple different reasons. Number one, if you have a four day work week, you have a three day weekend, meaning mm. you have a lot more time to go travel. You have an entire extra. Technically, you have a night and a you know a day and a night. Or just I mean, not even travel. travel, just spend in general to just right. have yeah right. But it looks like New Zealand's been hit kind of hard because you know a lot of their uh, economy comes from tourism. Uh, right. So they're hoping this will incur- uh, encourage domestic tourism throughout oh, New Zealand while the borders are still closed. Oh um, yeah, and I think that's really I've, smart. Mm-hmm. And, we, and I've uh, we've talked a lot about that in my household about. Um, about places we could go in Michigan, right? That we, There's where lots we would of them. Still be, and there, you, and and it's definitely possible. I feel like there are like rentable houses where you you can get into the place without oh, any for sure. you know, without contact. 
mm-hmm. and um, and still work, you know, right. but just have a different change of pace, you know, or other mm-hmm. than, than the Ferndale neighborhood. We right. haven't done anything yet because uh, still a little hesitant. Oh, by the way, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, did well. We'll talk about it later. There's no reason for me to bring this up now. Let's talk about okay. this. Um, actually, you know who we uh, have a. We'll talk about it later. But I, I got a whole okay. thing. I got a oh, sounds geez. good. All right, <laughs> I, I'm curious. I'm very curious. I have one more shout out though, uh, and my shout out goes out to the state of Indiana. Um, I don't have the best history with Indiana. Uh, long story short, I was pulled over there years and years and years ago. Um, and the cop said uh, I was evading arrest, which was not true. Paid the three hundred and something dollar ticket way back then. It's off my record now because this was so long ago. Um, but anyways, I've I've not the best relationship with Indiana because of that. But this is fantastic, and I have to give them a lot of respect, a lot of love right now because in Indiana, Jared, they have recognized every teacher this year as the teacher of the year. Uh, so usually in Indiana and in many states, they vote for the teacher of the year. And this year they have more than 65,000 teachers of the year, um, which I think is fantastic. Uh, I think, you know, this, this entire pandemic and everything has brought so many new challenges, excuse me, challenges and other things for teachers to deal with. And they had to change, you know, immediately. It wasn't like they were given a week or two weeks to plan stuff. It was just like, all right, schools are closed. You know, you're going to do this stuff online. And I think the way teachers have responded has just been fantastic. Um, does and, the, mm-hmm. does the, um, I agree with you. And Indiana was hit pretty hard. They were, they've been locked down for, mm-hmm. uh, the I think, you know, one of the longer lockdown states in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, do they, does, does the teacher of the year recipient, recipient get anything, like some sort of reward? Uh, I'm trying to look right now and I don't see anything because here. I'm gonna be honest with you. Mm-hmm. If it's just like a like a oh like if it's just like a good job and they send you I don't know some certificate in the mail, I don't know. I I, I still feel like there is some merit right. to somehow finding the the. I teacher. mean, it would be nice to give them some money or something as well. Exactly, because yeah. it's like okay, I agree. Because uh, because if you're not giving some sort of useful award reward mm-hmm. for this. I would say there's still something to finding the teacher of the year, the teacher that stood out in spite of this. Yeah, sure. a lot of teachers did. Uh, most of the point. teachers did ad- adapt very well. Mm-hmm. But I would still, I would still be like, okay, what's like? There's no, okay, so no one wins, and there's no. Right. Well, we're all just gonna pat each other on the back. I, I, I don't know. I think it's, I, I think it's stupid. I'm sorry. Fine, Jared. I'm not gonna <laughs> ask you to pat me on the back in the future. I, 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 I understand what is. they're doing. I get it. Right. I get it. And obviously. Uh, I I wish there was a way that like a, a lot of these essential workers in general could be properly recognized. Right. I agree with you there, I, Jared. I, then I think if you recognize all of them, you're recognizing none of them. Essentially, you're just saying yeah. good job, teachers. Right. Yeah, that's a good point, Jared. Very good point. Um, yeah, I, it's been a rough day. I've been in a pretty bad mood today. I'm going to be well, honest. With well, you. well, well. Hopefully, we can talk about it a little bit during the main segment, Jared. I blame um, you for bringing up this topic idea. You, know, you make me think about everything that's been good in my life up until now. No, right? I'm kidding. Well, you but know ha- what is still uh, good in your life, day. Jared? The untranslatables you have never failed it. me. That's for sure. They've always been there for me. You know, it's actually mm-hmm. funny uh, uh, because my first one is pretty aggressive. But it's not oh, a perfect. bad. You're gonna start it. It's, it's not bad, but it is sort of like a, ugh. It's kind of. So it's Greek, mm-hmm. and it's kopsoflevika, kopsoflevika, 
And it literally means uh, vein cutters. I know, I know. Vein cutters. <laughs> I have, Is it just uh, a slang term for a knife? No. No, 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 no. It's not it's not that literal. It's way less okay. literal than that. So think about it's it's a vein um, cutters. Think okay. about something something that uh hmm. people that are cutting their veins. What would you what would how would you describe these people? Depressed, sad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and uh Is it okay, like a okay, crybaby? Okay. No, but you're but you're no, no. But it does. So um, think. So so when when so when you give up too easily, when you're depressed or sad, you might uh, seek out a certain. You might seek out a certain type of. And this is not terrible. This is not a bad thing, by the mm-hmm. way. So don't, I'm not talking about drugs or something. But I you was might just seek about out to say drugs. So it's a good thing you said that. <laughs> uh, well, that's where Chad Chad's mind. If anything goes wrong, uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, but uh, <laughs> I mean, I am at the is, bar, Jared. That's true. If you see us on YouTube, on Translatable <laughs> Podcast on YouTube, wallowing uh, in my sorrows like, here, Jared. It's like another thing that people seek out besides for drugs and alcohol might be um, something that to that uh, to cope with their with the, with said sadness or depression. They they cut themselves. That uh, okay. I'll give it to you. Oh, some people. Okay, so we. Oh, okay. Um, one of <laughs> one of my. Um, Hmm. It's a super sad song. That's what it is. Oh, a super. I see. Okay. Yeah. Nice. A super yeah. sad song. Okay, I like that. Uh, all right. I thought maybe. You, I thought. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I, I'm. I need. I'm trying to improve my uh, my clue giving skills because I'm weak, Chad. I'm weak. I don't know what's happening. It's okay, Jared. I'll try to help you out if I can. <laughs> uh, all right, Jared. My first one for you is Taiwanese. And uh, they have a similar one actually in uh, Mandarin as well. Um, this one is, as I said, Taiwanese. It is, and I don't have the uh, tone marks, so I could be butchering these tones. So don't uh, judge me too bad, people, especially our native Taiwanese speakers who are listening right now. Uh, chit hun chit. Slipping on gator Ning hong ning, which means one is one and two is two, is two Jared. One is one and two is two. It's like, it's obvious. I would I would say not obvious, but or I would it's say like it's, um, it's it's like it's it's as expected, or or um, we everything we, goes as planned. Yeah, we uh, we say hmm. yeah. Okay, I would say it's straightforward or it's easy. Oh, okay, I, I was thinking oh. of easy peasy lemon squeezy was on yeah. my mind. No, you're right. You, you, <laughs> I don't know why I just gave that myself that. You were right to be. He- you, <laughs> you were definitely right to be that one. on that. <laughs> you know, sometimes I just like that ham horn. It's a, it's a, it's a fun feeling, Jared. You know, it's funny. Horn. I've been telling you that I've been feeling down today. Well, I said it once, and this is that <laughs> really that ham takes horn. Care there of you go, right there. That's right. Um, my next one is Thai, and it is. Uh, Pid Tong Lang Pra. And it's putting a gold leaf on the back of the Buddha image. Putting a gold leaf on the back of the Buddha image? Yep. Now I'll give you I'll say this. Mm-hmm. Putting gold leaves onto a or statue, I, I guess it could be as well. Okay. Um because uh, putting it back on, onto the back of an image doesn't really make any sense. I, I guess it kind of does. Is it is it like to to get dollied up, make something pretty? Get dolled up? D- no, to put a gold leaf. Now, listen one more time when I say the untranslatable, mm-hmm. and I'm going to help you with this one. We're going to get this. Putting a gold leaf on the back of the Buddha statue. So, and like literally the back. 
And so it's um, so uh, the thing about putting the gold leaf on the Buddha statue is that it there is a uh, like a ceremony in a lot of Buddhist cultures where you okay. uh, apply gold leaves to uh, Buddha to honor his teaching. Mm-hmm. So it's like a ceremonial thing. Okay. So that is that is. Uh, well, why do you put it on the back of the statue? That's what I'm asking you, Chad. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I know the answer. <laughs> Why would back you? The... So, 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 you want to so... be humble. You want to be humble. Boom! Hey. All right, all right. That's exactly what it is. That it's doing something humble, without seeking we attention. Responded was not <laughs> yeah. humble, but yeah. Woo, you're a winner, right? Woo. Yes, you're the best. Yeah. Everyone, look yeah. at Chad. He did it. <laughs> yeah, Americans, we are not the greatest at that. That's for sure. Uh, all right. Uh, <clears throat> I, I, I'm going to end our untranslatables today, unless you have more, Jared, with That's one that is Hindi. And this one is Gar ki murgi dal barabar. And it means poultry is equal to lentils. It's like everything has its purpose. Nope. So, nope. Oh. Nope. So I'll give you an if example. If you're starving, Jared. food is food. I'll, uh, y- yes. Yes. Beggars can't be choosers. I'll give it to you. What it what it basically is, Jared, is being inappreciative of what you have. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Not appreciating so, what you have, which so I think is uh, something that we definitely can talk about here today uh, on today's yeah, episode. Probably. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. What? Well, how how far into this thing are we, Chad? Is what? Um. I'm trying to think. March. Probably like. Two months, two, two months, months. at least, over two at least months. eight weeks, probably. Yeah, eight weeks into the lockdown, somewhere on there. I, I've definitely, I'll definitely say I've, I've fallen into a routine, mm-hmm. and I've definitely learned a Is lot. Is that a about good myself. or a bad thing? I mean, I like routine. Mm-hmm. Um, it, so, but I, but also, I wish it. I, I, there are things I, I wish I could improve about my routine. Like what? You know, um. I, well, let's say this. I learned that I'm like, like this is definitely a great time to learn about yourself. Where it's like, For no, sure. okay, I'm definitely lazy. I'm not just. It's not. I'm not too busy. <laughs> right. Like, uh, right. Was never about know. the amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. That's good to know. Right. And so, like things like exercise, where um, at the beginning I was pretty good. I've gotten sort of fallen out of habit with it. You know, mm-hmm. practicing piano. I, I never got into a great routine, but at the beginning of, of it, you know, like I, um, I, um, I, 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 I did try to make a point to get more into it. And it is interesting because I think at the beginning of the quarantine, I feel like once you, once you sort of have that panic moment where you feel like everything's going, like going away, you start to think about one, how you're going to occupy yourself, but mm-hmm. then two, like what is important to me? And I'm like, oh man. You know, I, piano is important. Now is a great time. Or I like. There's no reason for me not to be exercising more. I have n- now. I have nothing but time, and it's right. like, oh no, I'm just lazy. Good to know. Um, <laughs> right. But I still wish. Uh, like I still do. Not wish. I am still working on um, fighting that because first of all, I'm, this is not over, um, mm-hmm. and I'm still not, young, not by you know, any means, regardless yeah. of the pandemic. I'm still young. Mm-hmm. You young um, whippersnapper, Jart. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've definitely learned a lot, about, a lot about myself. Um, I'm trying to think. Let's 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 well, let's go back and forth because, um, 
I have no I did no preparation for any of any of this. So I'm just it's okay. So, we can talk it out today, Jared. I, I didn't exactly. do much either. So I just want to I just want to uh, you know this is episode 200. Right. Great time to reflect. Ain't our general. first rodeo. Ain't our 199th rodeo either, people. That's for sure. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah. So what uh, was... Well, okay, let's start with your... F- mm-hmm. I almost swore for no reason. Let's start with Ooh, watch your... Watch out, Jared. Watch out. <laughs> Calm down. Let's start with your background. heated today. Because mm-hmm. you've, been, uh, you've been on this background kick, a virtual background kick, and oh, I love it. Oh, it's been great. I love it. And today you are in a bar, a very yes, classy sir. looking bar. I'm a classy gent. You know, got to keep it classy here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Jared. Um, yeah, and the reason why I am at a bar today is... I think that's one of the things that a lot of people are complaining about not being able to do right now and things mm-hmm. a lot of people miss. I miss them as well. Uh, just being able to be social, uh, you know, and yes, yeah. we are very lucky that we can so easily contact our friends and family via the umpteen bajillion different ways we can, you know, social media, cell phones, email, carrier pigeon, Hogwarts owl, you know, the list goes on. Um, mm-hmm. Flares. I use flares a lot. Flares are good as well. But I'm American. Uh-huh. I like guns. Right. You know? Right. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So I think I think that's a big thing too. Just just the the idea of being able to go and sit down and have a drink with people. Um, and do you? Mm-hmm. So like, uh, bars is an interesting one though because um, you know I guess I I never thought about bars, but I guess mm-hmm. I do miss bars. Like. Um, but I don't know if I miss bars per se, mm-hmm. or but more restaurants. I feel like I miss restaurants sure. more than bars. Sure. So like I, I like I, I don't maybe and also maybe I don't go. I don't I don't think I go to bars as much. You know, uh, in, as I as I get older. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I don't think I go to bars as much. A lot because of just where I live. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's just it's just not, kind of more of a hassle when you live in the like in when you're not in a place like Philly or something like that. Right. But I feel like I miss restaurants more than bars. I I, I find <laughs> myself um, uh, getting into like, a, I've, speaking of routines, one mm-hmm. of the, one of the routines I've gotten into is definitely a food routine. I have the same things that I go to. Um, and, uh, and I just, it's, it's hard for me to get out of that cycle. You know, I did say that I wanted to cook like, like I didn't say, but I, I can't cook. Mm-hmm. But, but the thing is, when I don't, I don't go to the grocery store as often as I, I used to go to the grocery store like uh, every, not every day, but like every other day mm-hmm. at least. And it would be easier for me to be like, what do I want to eat right. for dinner today? And then yeah. you go get it at the grocery sure. store. But now it like takes planning, and you mm-hmm. got to think about not only what do I want to eat, but what keeps well. What, yeah, what sure. can I like? So, so you know what vegetables keep well specifically? How am I going to mm-hmm. get these different things? And it's just and it's. And I've just found myself finding falling into a food habit, mm. and I miss restaurants. I mean, I miss eating different foods. And I, I, like I remember the last time I went to a restaurant in Chicago, right as this thing was starting. It was that was the weekend, bef- like right before I started mm-hmm. working from home. We we were planning on going to a concert that got canceled. Right. We went to a, a, a restaurant there. And it was so weird. Like it felt so ominous. Yeah, because. They they had like these sort of social distance things where they tried to move us out, but we also but like as the restaurant started filling up, it's like this place is still like yeah, overflowing. But, <clears throat> yeah, and and it was weird because like I I really wanted to uh, like cherish that meal. I was like, oh, this is the last one. Really enjoy it. But there was like this paranoia running mm-hmm. through me. My last and, one was with you in Ferndale with you and those oh, yeah, friends we to, uh, from Imperial. high school. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So I, I know the feeling, Jared. I, uh, I'm trying to remember now my last meal at a restaurant in Beijing. Obviously in Bali, I ate at, you know, some different restaurants, but I know the feeling, man. Um, and, and, you know, I get that people are frustrated. I completely get it, but we need to be patient. Uh, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are getting stir crazy. I know it's been a while. I know there's also a lot of places that may not be able to recover from this financially, you know, um, and that's a shame. But at the same time, it doesn't, in my opinion, doesn't really matter whether or not it's open if you're dead. You know, if you're dead, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able oh, to enjoy okay. it. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's a little dark and ominous, but <laughs> I did not see that know. coming. <laughs> right. Right. So um, um, we're thinking, it, we're talking about things that we, that we maybe took for granted. Let's, yes. Let's think about some, some bars or restaurants that you're like, mm. ah, man, I really miss this place now that, uh, now that I can't go to it. I can think of the one for me is Anita's Kitchen. Okay. Um, it was, it's a, um, it's a, uh, like a Mediterranean restaurant. Ooh, it, yeah, that's good stuff. And um, it's like a, it's like the local spot. It's in walking mm-hmm. distance from me. At the beginning of this, and they do like delivery and, and stuff, but at the beginning of this, the they were still though. doing that. But, th- but for the past month or so, even maybe, they haven't even been doing that. They've just been closed. I don't think right. they're closed for good. I, I, I don't think I think they're just like waiting it out, but I haven't right. even like it hasn't even been um, open for the for this entire thing essentially. Right. So I I I definitely took for granted for granted for granted that was right the first time. It just sounded yep. weird when I yep. said the word properly. Took for granted the uh, ability to walk to a local spot that is also like one of my favorite spots sure. in town. Yeah. Well, I think just the the idea of. Going out to eat, not having any worries, um, you know, sure. being able to enjoy your conversation, um, you know. And the, and the interesting thing is, Jared, I've seen a lot of videos and had some text messages from friends in China. And although, yes, the restaurants are still opening up and, and things are getting back to quote unquote normal over there, um, I would say that a lot of it's still for a lot of Americans, if they saw what was happening over there, they they wouldn't comply. Like in, in China, for example, you, you get your temperature read before you go into any restaurant or even before you go to pick up coffee. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, you need to have on your cell phone basically a proof, a, a bill of good health, basically saying you've gotten tested, you don't have the virus, um, and then you also have to wear a mask. Um, and I can't you know some- imagine Americans complying with all of that. Of course that. not. Of course not. That's uh, that's you know it's a. Uh, by the way, I want to get back to some bars or restaurants you miss mm-hmm. out on and you or you miss. But yeah, of course we wouldn't comply to comply to that. We're we're very selfish people here in the United yep. States. It's too bad. I mean, you saw that you saw that 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 uh, video with that guy at, at Costco the other day. Mm-hmm. No, no, sorry. What? what oh, happened? you didn't see that? Uh, uh-uh. uh. What happened? There was this dude at Costco. So. Uh, I, what state was it in? It doesn't. It doesn't really matter what state it was in mm-hmm. because I. I. I just, I'm the, bummed the, it was at Costco and not at Walmart. Can I just say that? <laughs> well, this guy seems like a, a great contestant for Walmart, um, and he probably will be welcome there after. Let's see. Okay, I don't even know where this is, but the guy. Uh, so anyway, oh, if I put it up on my other phone, I could have actually played it for us. But anyway, um, so this guy was at Costco, mm-hmm. and. Um, and 
one of the employees came up to him and is like, "Sir, uh, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave." We we or oh, excuse me, sir, I'm gonna. Well, the point where at the point where it came into the video, mm-hmm. he was asking him to leave because he was refusing to put on a mask, and the Costco, okay. Costco has a has a you must wear a mask policy, mm-hmm. and he pulled out his cell phone and said, "Wait, I want to get this for he's like for my followers. I have three thousand followers, and I want them to hear this." Oh, and uh, and he's like, and the guy's like, "Hello, my name's Tyson. I work for Costco. I'm asking." Asking this guy to leave because he's not wearing a mask and it's Costco's policy that all shoppers wear a mask. He just straight up said that into the camera. He's like, "You're impeding on my rights as an American." He's oh, like, "I'm not. God. You're welcome to shop here. We just wait, like you just have to wear a mask." He's like, "I don't have to wear a mask." And then he was trying to say that everyone else in here, like literally everyone else in here, is wearing a mask. So, but with that property, I'm safe because they're all wearing masks. He's like, That's not the point. And then. His like significant other, you know, wife, girlfriend, whatever. He like p- was panning around with his ca- with his camera. She mm. was next to him, looking embarrassed as hell. Obviously, I believe she had it. a mask on. Oh God, <laughs> the stupidity <laughs> of these people. Um, and then later he came on to the uh, he he made another video trying to explain himself, and he's like, no, no, you know, the thing is, it's just I'm gonna it's impeding on my rights. I shouldn't not, have to wear it's one. It's not. Stupid. And then he was trying oh, to explain stupid. the logic of everyone else in there right. wearing a mask, and it's him being the only one not. So with that property, everyone's okay, including him. And it's like I love how you. So you're the one that can. And he's like, it's not even right. that I'm the one that yeah, can, why that can are get you away the with chosen the, one, man. Yeah, why? Well, yeah. no, he just doesn't like you. You just can't impede on my rights. I have the right not to wear one. You, you know, also I'm have not the making... right to get your ass out of that exactly. Costco. Like Costco exactly. is not a public place. It's like right. it's a privately owned company. They can tell you to leave. Right. Oh man. Uh, but yeah. So, That's so um, crazy. I'll say this, and the reason I bring that up mm-hmm. is because some. It's. I think it's always useful to remind myself where I live. Mm. I think. People, I, I get so sick, and this is, I guess I'm kind of talking to you too, of people that look so positively upon Americans and like, mm. oh, you know, this is such a great place. Oh, you know, we're such a resilient and everything's good. And it's like, look at what's happening in our society right now. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of problems. I, yeah, a lot of problems. Meanwhile, black people, like, this is, like, are getting, uh, like, uh, like people are nervous that they're robbing stores because they have masks on, and like uh, people are scared, to, are refusing to wear masks. People are going to uh, beaches, filled mm-hmm. beaches, yep. looking like idiots, reco- like uh, being interviewed, <laughs> let alone going, being interviewed to be like, oh, it's whatever. It's like, right. why would you say these things in front of right. a camera, even if you believe it? Like, I would be like, I feel like I'll just keep this to myself. <laughs> and and I, I hate to say this, but I think there is a reason, unfortunately, why we have some of the highest numbers of cases in the world. Um, I, yeah. think, I, think I think I think that's. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are also okay with that. You know, that's that's. I think that's. I think that's part of it. You know, that's part well, of I the deal. It's you become, take. Like, we're I th- free, and that's part of the risk of being free. I guess I don't know. Yeah, if you would have. I mean, I'm not saying I agree. If with you would have told to me clear. though, Jared, in January or December, when I, you know, when this was happening in China, um, if you would have told me that we would have over a million cases by May and you know what, over eighty thousand dead, I would have been like, like no, this- you're crazy. I'll just stay in China. No, right. Probably it's probably not a good idea either. But yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah. yeah. It's I don't know, but there's I think there's a lot of even small things too that I missed uh, and I took for granted before the pandemic. But I'll give you a couple of restaurants because I know we went yes. on a tangent and you wanted to know. Um, I mean, there's tons of them from like Beijing and, and in Jinan that I miss while I was still in China. Here, here in Michigan though, there's really only one, well, two places that I really really miss around here. 
Uh, the Dexter Pub, which is an amazing local restaurant. I've gotten takeout from them, like curbside pickup a few times. Um, but it's just not the same as getting a really good sure. draft beer in there um, yeah. and, and their food. And then mm-hmm. and the foods, the food, like food never, never is never the same when you get takeout. Right. It, right. There, there's in that packaging and on mm-hmm. that drive, it, it loses some of its, some of the properties that make it inherently delicious. Right. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. But these are the sacrifices we have to make. Right. <laughs> and, and they are worthy sacrifices. You know, I don't course, want anyone just, to I'm think just, we are I'm just joking. complaining. I mean, things obviously could be better. But uh, I think today it's also sometimes good to vent about some of the things you miss, uh, some of the things you took for granted, so you can appreciate them more um, when you can enjoy them again. And I think at some point we will be able to enjoy some of these things. One thing I really think that I took for granted, Jared, and I wish I would have done this much, much sooner – Uh, like immediately when I got back, was just spend more time with my friends. Uh, I only saw Mm -hmm. a few of my friends when I got back, um, you know, and we we can say why and we can sit here. But at the end of the day, I mean, uh, the thing I miss probably the most is just being able to see my friends and hang out with my friends, you you included. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I mean, 100% I agree with you. Uh, That one, that one's, I mean, uh, yeah. I have another one for you. Okay, I, 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 there's, I agree with you. I, just, I have nothing to add to that. That's 100% true. Mm-hmm. Um, something I definitely took for granted. Because mm-hmm. I, I guess there's something to taking the friends for. I, I think that they definitely take, you, we take our friends and family in general for granted. Mm-hmm. You know, And I think even the best of people sort of get comfortable knowing that, yeah, maybe I don't reach out to this person enough, but, you know, they're still there. You know, they're still my friend. I'm not going to... But it's like, yeah, but that stuff still does take work. Uh, something... It, and unfortunately, <clears throat> you know, I'm... I, 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 I say I, I take a lot of... I probably take that for granted, too, and mm-hmm. I probably still am, so... Right. Um, something I took for granted, and I think I'm going to make a point not to take it for granted after this ends, mm-hmm. is my own neighborhood. Mm. Um I never, I never, I mean, obviously I knew like the main street, the main areas, I knew how to get to downtown and what was happening there, but like, there's so much, there's so, like, there's so much of my neighborhood that I never even uh, paid attention to or realized Mm -hmm. just because I, or never even seen, um, just because I just, uh, I'm, you know, I haven't, if I explore, my thought is like, ooh, I want to go to Detroit, or ooh, I'm going right. to go hang out with uh, Chad in Ann Arbor or something like that. But it's like, oh, yeah, now, now that I've walked just about every street in the city of Ferndale, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is a pretty cool place. And it's mm-hmm. like, also, there's also more stuff going on than I, uh, than I realized. Speaking of which, a place that I, uh, speaking of bars and, and restaurants being taken for granted, Mm-hmm. Um, there's a local, uh, there's a local, I guess you call it bar brewery place. That's right down the street from Brew me. Pub? Definitely took. No, I don't, I've never heard of that place. Brew pub. Is that in Ferndale? No, that's just an, another name of a oh, bar. Oh. Or <laughs> I, thought that, I thought you were saying that was pub. the name of the place. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a brew pub. Uh, right down the street from me called the Ferndale Project. And even people at work have been like, oh, that place is great. You should check it out. And I'll be mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'll totally check it out. And I never... And I just never did. It's really easy, though, Jared, when you live somewhere, and, and especially if you mm-hmm. don't picture yourself moving out of there, to... Like, I'll get to it. Exactly. I'll get to it. Exactly. Yeah. I, I had a, a really nice conversation with one of my really good German buddies, um, and he showed me around a lot of uh, Mayan, 
uh, shout out to my buddy David. Uh, he showed me around a lot of places, and he he we kind of came to the same conclusion when we were driving around uh, the Eiffel in in Germany. Uh, that you know, a lot of times if you live there, this was the first time for him to go to some of these places, and you mm-hmm. know he had lived there for quite a while. So um, yeah, so I, I completely agree with you, Jared, one hundred percent, without a doubt. I thought about that when I was in Philadelphia too. It's like, how is it that I've lived here for you know however many years, right? And when a friend visits, I'm still like, oh, I don't know what to show them. <laughs> Right, right. It's like, oh no, you're only in one of the greatest cities in the United mm-hmm. States. Why were the? Yeah, there's nothing to do. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, I definitely took that place for granted, and mm-hmm. I, and I actually I, I, since this quarantine, they they have a great um, curbside setup. Oh, so, cool. Uh, in a great online ordering system, mm-hmm. so it's easy for me to literally order it. And then immediately just go get it. Right. And so, so every, every maybe week or two, I'll, I'll get like a six pack or something. And they mm-hmm. do actually sell more than than uh, just like beer and booze and stuff. It's like a local sort of place. Cool. So they also sell this great cold brew, a coffee in a can. Ooh, so nice. sometimes I'll get a four pack of those and then like a six pack of some beer or something. And I like this. And uh, and I also another part of that taking my neighborhood for granted. It mm-hmm. feels good shop. Not that I do this exclusively, but it feels good shopping uh at um shopping local, local places mm-hmm. yeah for sure and like and like checking out these local places and, and doing all that stuff local and i'll tell you something that another one i have for you mm-hmm. I, I guess i don't know how do i is this did i take it for granted how, but um i'm starting to really hate my re- amazon and my reliance on amazon mm, okay um Especially now that I hear Jeff Bezos is bumping up on becoming a trillionaire. Yeah, that's so crazy. <laughs> it's unreal. I'm like, there's no reason for me to be using Amazon as much as I do. And actually, my partner gave mm-hmm. me a great idea the uh, the other Just day. Just order directly from the websites? Yeah. Yeah? She said that, uh, you know, look at the seller mm-hmm. on Amazon and go- and look up that seller and, and you know, find the seller. Yeah. I've done that a couple and times, actually. And that would make me feel a lot better, especially mm-hmm. because, like, I, I mean, I don't know how Amazon works, but I, like, I was, I saw on Twitter, uh, there are a lot a, of negative a, things. Uh, oh, I mean, like, I don't know how they work as far as like how much you have to pay to put your product on Amazon. Right. Oh, they get how much cut you, for like sure. the profit. You, mm-hmm. Well, I know they do, yeah. but like, I, like, I don't know how, like, how profitable it is for them like how much are you making if i go straight to your site versus if you put it through amazon right because you're obviously losing a little bit but i'm just curious well i know i I know restaurants from grubhub have lost quite a bit that's why i was about to say Mm -hmm. that's why i was bringing it up Mm because i've seen those bills that they uh and you know weirdly in a in a kind of in a weirdly sort of uh selfish way it mm -hmm. makes me feel good because as an orderer from these websites it's like oh those those fees that come out of nowhere because there's all the Mm -hmm. memes and jokes about how it's like Meal twenty three dollars, delivery free fee four dollars, uh, total ninety nine dollars. Right. <laughs> right, and it's like, oh, it's interesting. It's I will, good to, not good to know. I will but it's also interesting say, to see I will also say this too. though too, and this might be kind of a convoluted statement here, but a lot of places I've seen like people online being like, oh, don't order from Grubhub, order from the the store, which I think is fine. But here's the thing, a lot of places that I've seen on Grubhub, they'll deliver on Grubhub, but the stores won't deliver. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's it's like it, yeah, it's tricky. You know. Um, yeah. So it's like, what? Well, yeah. I've I, I've mm-hmm. yeah. I agree with you. And it's like, so is it like it's still better for me to support this place in general, right? Right. Like it's still better for me to buy something than nothing. In, I would in imagine. theory, I would think. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I've yeah. I've seen that too. Another and thing. So I, 
I, I think I'm gonna. I, I would like to try to wean mm. off of Amazon a little, yeah. a little bit. That's not I, a bad I'm, not, idea. I'm not gonna be perfect. I know, right. but I would like to wean off of it a little yeah. bit. I mean, I didn't use Amazon once while I was in China. Um, so there <laughs> yeah. you go, Jared. A- and in the, the Czech Republic. The overlords wouldn't let you. Yep, didn't use it in the Czech Republic either. But uh, yeah, yeah. one thing I really miss, though, too, Jared, kind of going back off of that is definitely visiting local shops. And I really wish I would have visited Elderly Instruments, my favorite guitar shop in Michigan, um, before mm-hmm. all this happened. Because I got back in February... Uh, end of February before, as we say in the States, before the shit hit the fan. Um, <laughs> but after coming from China, I kind of knew that uh, some bad things might come. Um, so, yeah. Um, but I think just the idea of going into a store. But it's weird how this pandemic has changed my, changed my thinking. Maybe it has for yours as well a bit, Jared. Just the fact of like me as as like a guitar player going into a guitar shop or even going into like a clothing store you think of how many people touch that stuff how many people have tried on that shirt before you tried it on um Mm -hmm. it makes me think twice a little bit you know i've never been a germaphobe i'm not a super dirty guy i don't think but uh yeah but at the same time it, it it does make you change your perspective on things a little bit i would say when yeah you have something like this happening for sure, it definitely it made me think. It's definitely made me wonder why do I have so many clothes? Mm-hmm. I, wear, I wear like five things, <laughs> like, right? Like I cycle through the same shirts and pants, uh, and 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 when I when when I can wear literally whatever I want, mm-hmm. it really uh, puts that into perspective. I've actually just in the past couple of days just started going back to another thing that I used to do mm-hmm. at the beginning of this that I don't really do anymore, but I'm trying to get back into it is wearing real clothes. I've just started going back to putting, making sure I actually put on real pants and not just wearing mm. sweatpants all day. I kind of got out of that habit for a while. And actually putting on real shoes. Right. You know, there's something there's something to that psychologically for me. Oh, for sure. Which leads me to another thing that I definitely took for granted, which was just getting dressed up nicely and going out somewhere. Um, yes. Whether it was a nice yes. dinner, you know, drink somewhere, a formal evening doing something. Um you know, I've I've even had the crazy idea of like suiting up and like having like a fancy Zoom call or Skype call with friends <laughs> or or something. You know, um, we've said we're gonna do a fancy dinner here, but we've never we haven't done it. Right, but we've definitely talked about that. I better see some pictures if you do. <laughs> I probably should. Um, yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Um, I, I I some I yeah, you know, I, along with that. I think I, something I'd really take for granted mm-hmm. is compliments. Oh, I take that for granted. Okay, to let's, the hear, point, let's you know, hear why. I hate, well, you made me think about that with the clothes thing. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, like, you know, and I talked about how I'm going to stunt on these hoes on the first week back. <laughs> right. Uh, and I stand right. by that. Um, usually, I don't, I don't like getting compliments, really. Like, I was like, I don't need it. I don't need these compliments. But uh, when you like, there is something to uh, you know, getting uh, talked up, you know, getting getting. It feels good, you know. And uh, you take it for granted. I need granted to be more you... of your hype man the next episode. That's for sure. <laughs> no, 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 Give no, no. Jared, no, no, like no, no. eighty different compliments. Watch him squirm the whole time. <laughs> yeah, please don't. But I think <laughs> just gonna... I just think basic human interactions right now. I'm kind yeah. of lacking, you know, yeah, just I even love. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah. I, the other thing too, man, is this has also changed. I think how a lot of people view others and like distance, shaking hands, hugging mm-hmm. all that stuff, you know? Um, and I, I wonder how long it's going to take 
for people to not kind of side eye each other if somebody coughs or you know you know, you know what's what interesting because mm-hmm. I, I agree with you mm-hmm. but i think we're all like i agree with you f- because that's going to be a lot of society but then i think there's also a good portion of society that already is not concerned about that you know right i think True. you might be you know we've talked a lot about how uh humans are idiots yes i think you, <laughs> yes i think I, I feel like we you and meaning you and i mm-hmm. Might be surprised at how quickly uh, humanity bounces back. From Actually, this. I wanted to mention that today. Um, the same exact thing because I think uh, I think we're going to forget this really fast. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, I would agree. Yeah, I, to I, our detriment. We're, we're yeah. going to have another one come yep. in ten years or whatever. I people really, will be like, what is this? <laughs> I really hope though that that some people will come out of this smarter, more more caring, with more empathy for one another. Uh, I also I'll, really feel I'll say this. Mm-hmm. I I I I like to think that for a while, for a good bit, I'm going to be more con- aware of my hygiene and sure. my waste, not sure. my body waste, but my uh, actually my body waste too. The bidet's been your, amazing. Your garbage, oh, nice. my, <laughs> but like yeah, garbage and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I, I have another one for you. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, something I took for granted and something I also miss mm-hmm. weirdly is driving. I mm. miss. Okay. I'm a car person. I enjoy cars in general. And uh, I miss, I took for granted driving. So this has made me realize uh, how, how, how much, it, like, first of all, I take it for granted because I'm starting to realize how much it costs when I'm not using it. You start sure. To, I start to pay more sure. attention to the, like, those insurance prices mm-hmm. and be like, oh, I'm not even driving and I'm still paying this. And I also start to realize how much I'm saving by not getting gas for, uh, I haven't gotten gas yep. once since this thing started because I have a plug-in hybrid and that I, so I can go 50 mm-hmm. miles on electricity without having to use gas. So I can go essentially everywhere I would need to go and mm-hmm. never use gas. Right. Um, and it just makes me think like, like, I, I, I don't know. It makes me think different as a car person. It makes me, it, it, it's like, Oh, this definitely makes me like electric cars more and be like, I start to see it more. But also mm-hmm. since this has started, it's funny. I have a plug-in hybrid and I also have a, um, old internal you know not old but in standard internal combustion car and um at the beginning of this thing we like i didn't drive at all and my plug-in hybrid ran the battery died and i had yep. to use my yep. other car to uh jump that car good thing you got <laughs> so two like, rides dog i i guess but it's like how so but it's like it's like it's so weird now it makes me think if sh- if shit really hit the fan could i rely on an electric car because because um, here it is, uh, me using this old dinosaur right. juice car to save this electric car. Mm-hmm. They've both been sitting for the same amount of time. Right. <laughs> Got to get somehow get some solar panels that keep your battery charged. Yeah. You're good to go. I, well, that's actually not a bad idea. I mean, yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. But yeah. But, um, yeah, but I do take driving for, for right. granted. And also just because I enjoy it. It's, mm-hmm. it's very... It's I mean, like me a, too. Sometimes it's seen as a leisurely activity right. for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I miss that. I, I'm, and sometimes now when I go to the grocery store, yeah, I'm going to admit it. I you take selfishly, a little, I might little take cruise. a long way. <laughs> yeah. I, I've done that too. Uh, another thing that I think I definitely took for granted was, uh, outside activities, uh, things mm-hmm. like, like, I feel like even going for a walk nowadays, like people still give you looks, you might still get looks. 
depending on if you're wearing a mask or not, all sorts of different stuff, you know? Um, well, I think people in my area are cool with the walking. Okay. And they don't, I feel like people don't really expect masks in public, or at least okay. around me, I don't get that vibe. Okay, good. But there is still the thing of, you know, people crossing the street, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you're walking on the right. same kind of, same side of the street. And that is both obviously an understood thing, but also mm-hmm. it is sort of a, it's a little weird, awkward, yeah. weird, weird feeling thing where it's like, right. I get why you're doing it, but right. why am I still for some reason slightly right. offended? <laughs> and I, I also really miss like soccer and tennis. And I got a text message actually from some of my friends I used to play with in East Lansing. And I guess they're playing again. Um, hmm. They invited me to come play in one. I'm not going to drive an hour there and an nah. hour back. But yeah. I thought about it, and I'm like, uh, I'm like, if I mean, you it, can't get any. As we're talking about with the soccer games, like, right. you're, like that's about as much contact as you can get. Yep. And here's the thing: I think if tests in the states right now were very easily accessible, and we knew they were accurate, mm-hmm. if I could test myself, and if I knew I didn't have it, or if I had it and recovered from it, um, then sure. I would probably be yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, of course. But if that um, was the case, we wouldn't currently be in a pandemic, you know? <laughs> also true. Also like that true. would solve, right. that would kind of solve the pandemic. Right. right. Well, and see, that's the thing. I think a lot of Americans don't understand that if we, if we want to get out of this with less bodies in the ground, with less people who pass away, uh, we need to do testing and contact tracing, um, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and until that happens, either we're going to need a vaccine or everybody's going to have to get infected. It's or 60 to 70 percent know, of the population. I don't know the full story, but I do know that um, Apple came out with the software up, update that's supposed to uh-huh. help with contact tracing. But I, I didn't I just have to see what a headline, that even like means. Right, but yeah, right. What? What do you mean? Like I don't, I don't know how they do it. I don't even know what that oh, means. Oh yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I'm 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 in no place to talk about. It. I literally right. just saw a headline before we started recording. Right. I was just flipping through Twitter. Right. Um. So yeah, I I can't really. I don't know why I brought that up anyway. Right. So um, I definitely miss driving. Mm-hmm. You know, in a weird way, I I um I miss um, I, I miss. Come on, going, say it, Jared. I say miss, it. Uh, I took I took the office for granted. Mm. Okay. Even before going to the office for granted, or right. going to a physical place for granted, even before this pandemic was a thing, mm-hmm. you know, I always kind of had in my head that like I've always had a job, and a lot of us have always had a job that we can do from home, mm-hmm. and like we don't need to go to this office, and that's true. Right. But being in the office is definitely easy in certain terms, especially for someone like me. Like I'm, I'm not a great. I'm not great at asking questions. I'm not great at asking for help. Debatable. And well, about the I'm questions. Even, Debatable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, I yeah. I I also know not to help ask you for help. Um, but when I'm actually at my paying job, um, like I'm already bad at that. Hey, and I so pay you having, compliments, Jared. That's true. So <laughs> being at work makes, or being not being at work adds another barrier for me. Where sure. it's like, well, now I got to either message someone or call them, mm-hmm. or it's it's just another layer adds kind of another stopping layer. me from yep. asking mm-hmm. when I'm already not good at it. And at right. least when I wasn't good at it, my you know my boss was right behind me, so I could be like, mm-hmm. all right, he's right there. Just, yeah, just, just you turn know, just around do and it. ask him. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, I got to text him or call him or right. whatever. And it seems like, like more of an it's just another step for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and I don't. Yeah. I don't think I really... We're at work, though. Right. So I guess I shouldn't feel... Like, calling him is no different than when I turn around True. At, True. at the office. And that's a good kinda. point. Well, I think that's the thing, is is as, as things have changed and as they will continue to change in the future, I think we need to alter our perspective a little bit on 
on some of these things. And that would be one of them. Um, for me, you know, it's been really difficult uh, being outside of the classroom. You know, I, I was thinking about it today, Jared, and uh, I haven't stepped foot inside of a classroom uh, in 2020. Not once. Wow. Uh, and it makes me yeah, sad to say sense. that as a teacher, yeah. you know, because of Chinese uh, New Year, I was done uh, before New Year's. I was done uh, the last week of December. The last week of right. December was the last time I was in a classroom. Um, I don't think I, I took it for granted. I always loved being in the classroom and working with my students, but I you definitely just didn't realize miss it. it would be your last. Uh, right, <laughs> last for a while. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, who knows if forever, other? But yeah. Right, if other places uh, follow suit with Oxford, it could be till summer twenty twenty one. You know, I've been doing some online teaching, and I do still like working with my students, but it's just not the same. You know, and it's not the sure. same as well because. You know, when you're in the classroom, I think students, similar to what you said, Jared, my students were much more prone to ask me questions. Whereas mm-hmm. now, when I've as I've been teaching online, I mean, granted, the the content has been different because the students have been very different, but right, still, it's just not the same. Uh, it really is. But I mean, you you you've you've talked you talked when you were in China, you you talked a lot, at least at the beginning, about how you know in general they're just not as they're not as prone to you know jump up and respond or right. And imagine if you were teaching those students with, uh, virtually. Right. Imagine how hard it would be to get them to you know you know talk you know mm-hmm. to respond and to interact. If there's the, if if you can't if if there's that barrier as well. Sure. And so I can only imagine if you were. Whether you went into it in the middle, I mean, it's probably even hard if you start with, you know, if you don't even get right. to meet these people in person right. to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely uh, very different, that's for sure. But as I've mentioned, I mean, I really hope that a lot of people, myself and you included, uh, can really reflect as things begin to hopefully get back to normal in the future. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. yes, it will be a new normal. Um, and I think, unfortunately, yes, a lot of people will... Uh, very quickly embrace things as they start to get back to normal and forget a lot of the things that we have put in place, unfortunately. Unfortunately and fortunately, though, because I think there is not, I don't, I don't think there's positive, there's anything positive to, you know, for quote unquote forgetting the past. Mm-hmm. But I think there is something positive to, I don't want to totally look down uh, upon, upon what, like human nature to mm-hmm. want to return to normal. Cause I think, right. We, we that's like, what we yeah, want right now that's for sure like yeah it's because as much as we look at these idiots that are protesting or or talking about how well listen i need to go to jeep fest how right. could i miss out <laughs> right. on jeep that was literally something that happened there was jeep fest happening and yep. i don't remember where it was but they're like how could i miss out on jeep fest and it's like I, i'm sure you could figure out a way to miss out on jeep fest right. but I think they're they're like as much as we need the people that are that are like listen I'm gonna socially distance physically distance mm-hmm. myself I'm gonna stay home as much as possible I'm not gonna hang out with friends just because I'm lonely uh, because I realized right. you know that I'm what I'm doing for the greater good or whatever it is mm-hmm. but I think like we do need people that are also like you're right we, yeah like like we do need people we do need the brave idiots to be like listen f you guys i'm going back to work because eventually or i'm going back to play because eventually mm-hmm. we like we will have to go back and i think there is something to well, like one's nature to be like we need to get back to to whatever quote unquote normal is i don't know right. the world's falling apart all around us regardless of the pandemic but mm-hmm. you know i understand you know the the ignorance <laughs> right that's true more ignorance that we need more true. ignorance is what i'm saying <laughs> 
Oh, that's a that's a oh, that's Jared's that's Jared's words, not mine, people. Um, well, Jared, you, you know, as the world falls apart, seemingly, uh, you know, there's one thing I've been doing to keep me grounded, keep me calm, uh, and that has been listening to some good tunes. We definitely have a special one for you today. Uh, the tune is by, uh, uh, I believe he's Japanese, a Japanese guitarist named uh, Nito. Uh, the song is called By Your Side and it is featuring uh, the vocalist, I believe it's pronounced Ginger, but it could be Ganger. I'm not sure. Um, and tell us, Jared, what are your thoughts on this tune today? Um, well, it, you know, it's interesting because it's, it's, it's a long song. It's 11 minutes. But it feels... Wait, 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 uh, wait, 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 wait. 11 minutes. Oh, did, you, did I listen to the wrong song? I don't think you listened to the right one. The one I have is 3 minutes and 19 seconds. Tell me, you tell me about the song then, Chad. Okay. Uh, really? <laughs> oh, I listened to the wrong which, one. Which song did you listen to? I listen, What I listened to was... Oh, wait. Okay, now I got to find it. Weren't you... You were literally playing it before we started the episode, weren't Nito, you? Oh, I listened to Journey. <laughs> what? Which I think... It's what I was oh. playing for you when we first started was, was Journey. called Journey. Really? And I and it was it's 11 minutes long. Okay. And I feel like now I feel like Journey might have included I haven't heard what you sent me. Okay. But I feel like it might have included Oh, there it was. It might have included it might be included in Journey. Okay. Huh. So I heard the 11 minute version which is called Journey. Okay. And I think it might maybe it's broken up because what I heard, and that's why I said what I heard sounds like multiple different songs because mm, I think it is multiple different songs. It probably is. That might be. Yeah. So Journey, I think, is the EP. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I listened to the EP. whole EP. Yeah, it's uh, the EP, um, or or it's a well, couple songs. I can still yeah. tell you about the song. Yeah. I don't remember exactly which song. Obviously, mm-hmm. is is the one, is our song of the pod, but I'll tell you about the what I thought mm-hmm. of in general. I thought this worked with. I, I felt this way about the whole thing. Okay. I felt it, when it, this when, as I was listening to the whole EP. I felt like it would be great. It's 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 a great um, uh, it's a great track for a hip hop song. Yeah, I I, I, I yeah. It, it seems like a great uh, what what do you call it sample? It seems mm-hmm. like a great sure great for a sample, and 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 it has its own merits. Let me, let's be clear. It's not just some sort of chintzy beat or something, but it, it just feels it, it. I don't know. It 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 because. You know, once again, now I'm explaining it based off of the whole thing I listened to. I listened to the whole thing, mm-hmm. and you can very much hear like there's a story trying to be told right. through the thing, okay. through like the music. You can sort of mm-hmm. hear, and so um, I, I don't know. I just I just imagine a bunch of rappers that I thought would be great to rap over the okay. the, the song. It's very intricate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. it's both simple, like it's a very it's, it it flows very mm-hmm. simply, but then he. He adds like these, uh, you know, these, ornamentations. Uh, he, he's tapping yes. on guitars. What he's actually doing? Yeah, ornamentations. That's a um, great word. Is. Yeah, I, and I'll tell you, Jared. The reason there's a few reasons why I picked the song. Number one, um, Ichika Nido is a, a YouTuber as well. Does a bunch of guitar videos, and I came across him because he does weird tunings. So a standard guitar is tuned E A D G B E, right? But mm-hmm. he will do all sorts of different tunings. So he did one tuning one time that was A B C D E. A B C D E F. Sorry. A B C D E F. So that's he rearranges the strings. Well he yeah, he tunes them differently. So so oh, you he get tunes completely okay, different okay, okay. chords and sounds and stuff. Gotcha. He did one one song that was super epic where he tuned all of the strings to E. So he had six of the same notes that were either higher or lower. 
Um, and it was interesting to watch him play and, and do different stuff. Um, so, so yeah, so I he's mean, a very eclectic kind of interesting guitar player. I could definitely imagine why, as a uh, guitar nerd uh, mm-hmm. like yourself, he would be a great, a great YouTube follow. Because mm-hmm. um, oh, for sure, you know, I thought listening to those ornamentations, I thought they were very beautiful. But then, as as a actual guitarist, I'm sure you, it, it would be very interesting to see like the fingering because it was very smooth. <coughs> oh, it was it's fun quick, to watch him, but yeah. it was very controlled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, great uh, technique. I can imagine that you could you could learn a lot from that. Absolutely. So give them a listen on our YouTube channel, Untranslatable Podcast. Uh, you mm-hmm. can check out Journey or uh, um, I believe the song is Beside You. Um, yeah, it's the whole thing's yeah. only thirty uh, like eleven, 11 minutes. minutes. It's pretty good. All right, well let's move on, Jared, to our uh, foreign word of the pod. I'm still slowly and surely learning some Russian. Uh, you want to give this one a try, Jared? Uh, sure, why not? Give me five seconds. But yes, okay. I would love to. By five seconds, I mean probably more than that because I'm talking and it still hasn't come up. That yet. is totally fine. <laughs> but I, I love I, I love trying to get, do these. And I feel yeah, like I'm getting it's better. helpful for me too because it reinforces what the letters are and what the sounds Shoot. are. So I can teach. I can learn by teaching, Jared. Pro, 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 pro. Okay. Okay. So you're you you got the first right. You got the first three letters right. That weird pro? looking W is a sh sound. So just to be clear, the pro that I got in my in my eyes is pi, p o, and I got pro yes. right. Yes. Uh huh. Oh, you got that right. You're starting to learn Cyrillic. Yeah, really, my soundboard up for that. <laughs> yep. You're starting Ta-da. to learn Cyrillic. Good work, buddy. Wow. So so yep. So that next sound though is a sh. Oh, prosh. And then that prosh. And then that next yeah, that, that next is. letter is an L. Proshlo. You're very close. So I'll I'll say it now. So it's uh, proshloya, and proshloya, proshloya means. Oh, so the O and E. It's not O. That's another sort of a right. English thing right. that I did in my right. head. Those are two different proshloya. sounds. It means, and this word Jared proshloya means past, because I figured we were going to be reminiscing today a little bit mm. about the past. So proshloya. Uh huh. Yeah, Russian, you know, Jared, I think a lot of people give Russian a bad rap. Uh, I think it's actually a really cool language, um, has some interesting sounds. Yeah. Um, and a lot I, of Russians, uh, there's a lot of great Russian uh, authors and poets out there. I think it gets a bad rap. That's true. Uh, I think it, uh, I think it gets a bad rap because a lot, of, American. A lot of... Live in America. Oh, no, because no, <laughs> a lot of people our age aren't afraid of the Cold War and stuff like That's that. That's true. But I think because a lot of uh, our... Our representation of Russians mm-hmm. tends to be through video games and spy movies. Right. <laughs> so they're and always sadly, they're these, always the bad guys. They're always these badass. Yeah, they're always villains. these scary dudes yeah. <laughs> that are trying to destroy My America. My name is Igor, and I'm here to destroy you. <laughs> yeah. It's always someone with a deep, slow, right. quiet right. voice. It's like why can't no one talks normal there? They're you all just like run, scary but and quiet. You cannot hide. <laughs> No Vito one's happy will in Russia. Come for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 something else. Um, but it's a beautiful language. It has its difficulties in learning it. Uh, obviously, a big one is big hurdle is learning the Cyrillic. But you're doing a great mm-hmm. job, Jared. I'm still struggling with Thanks, it too, man. Um, but see, I feel like a, a kid when I'm trying to read Russian stuff because I have to sound out every letter. Um, yeah, there are certain yeah, words yeah. now that I see and I can recognize like that now, which is which is really reassuring. 
but there's still a lot of words where I seen I'm like, uh, how do I say that? Um, but it really forces you to slow down and pay yep. attention. Yep. Like I, I feel like even in like Spanish mm-hmm. or French or something, if we if you or I were to learn that, right. I, you, we we wouldn't be paying as close of attention oh, to for what sure. we're learning probably just because you don't right. have to relearn right. everything. And you know, Jared, I think uh, slowing down and paying attention is a great way to recap today's episode as well. Yeah. Because there's just so much that has changed since we have gone down in lockdown. Lockdown isn't going to be permanent, but I hope when we come out of it, people will really um, not take things for granted, will really cherish the time they're able to spend with their friends and their family, going shopping, playing outside. But until we get to that point, people, please be safe out there. Please take precautions. Even though a lot of states in the U.S., this is more to our U.S. listening base right now, but even though a lot of states are opening right now, I mean, Germany is opening. Right. Sweden. Uh, right. Sweden's not just been open American for a while. Thing. Right. Yeah, Sweden hasn't closed. Right. Denmark, I saw, was opening. Right. But well, I a think a lot it's of European still, countries are opening. Too. I think just because things are opening doesn't mean that things are back to normal and that this, this virus is not here. It's still here. It's still a threat. Please be careful, people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we want you to be able to enjoy not only this podcast but your lives as well. Um, but mostly this podcast. Ex- exactly. Um, so yeah, so just to recap today's episode, we definitely miss, uh, at least I personally miss a lot of the social stuff, uh, going to the bar with our buddies to grab a drink. Um, as Jared mentioned, going out to eat at restaurants too. Um, you know, there's so many things that, that we definitely took for granted and hopefully we won't coming, you know, out of this in the future. Um, so one can hope, right. So that's adorable. So enjoy, enjoy your drinks <laughs> in the future, people. Enjoy your friends and your family, uh, and really cherish the moment. That's for sure. Yeah. And we hope you've been cherishing the untranslatable podcast. And let us know what we can do to make this podcast even easier to cherish at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, also, uh, you can check out our pictures of all sorts of different shenanigans on Instagram, untranslatable podcast. Podcast. You can check out Jared enjoying his tortilla chips on YouTube, Untranslatable Podcast. Uh, we're not sponsored by Tostitos, but hit us up, Tostitos, if you're listening right now. These are not Tostitos. How dare you? Don't hit us up, Tostitos. <laughs> we're just joking. Um, I mean, you can hit us up. But, These are not but, Tostitos. <laughs> but yeah, and lastly, please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yakuyame, muchas gracias. Shisha. And do svidania. That is correct, my friend. Welcome to Untranslatable Podcast, best podcast in the whole world. It is the number one podcast for you to get the best untranslatable phrases every Monday, every Thursday here for you. We are here, rain, sleet, and snow. It does not matter. We come here. We do not stop. You will not stop. And let's enjoy these untranslatables today, Jared.